listening to Swiss Tape. Fresh take 7K pick Josh Adam Lamar with the senator. And for the first time this year on 7K pick, we got the coach fresh in the six. What's good? What's good? <laughs> good hey, to I'm have good. you, coach. And I, as I was saying in our group chat, it was the rare 7K pick sweep, not gambling wise. We'll talk about that in a second. But the rare time that the Falcons, the Ravens, and the Raiders all won. I don't know how many times that's going to happen this year. So yeah, take yeah. it in for a week for week one that all three of our teams won. There could be a chance that all three of our teams lose this week. It's a very high possibility, specifically with Senator and I's teams. We'll see. Um, but nonetheless, a fun week one overreactions uh, to go crazy. Uh, we talked a little bit with uh, resident Rogers expert, Shauna Preslin about the Rogers injury. So I've kind of said everything I had earlier in the NFL podcast. So we won't go too in depth with it, but uh Senator, then coach, just kind of your thoughts on the Rodgers injury and what the Jets do next. Just sucks, right? Yeah. It just just sucks. Um, I was excited to see what him and Wilson was able to do. But now your team is good. Their team is solid. Now it's just if they can draft up plays properly for Zach Wilson to kind of shine. But their the problem that they have was their O line, and it's going to be worse now that Rogers isn't there to kind of kind of like lead the charge. Absolutely, Coach. What are you thinking? Uh, I mean, the issues are the same, man. Their issues are left tackle and um, wherever Makai Beckton is. So I think they have him at the right tackle now, but that's the issue. Like they. That's been said from before, kind of the whole Rogers thing was solidified, and now um, it's the same issue. I think they got to go forward and just lean heavy, heavy, heavy on the on the run game. Be like a run on first, second down, make the make third third down like third and manageable, like third and four. Give Zach Wilson like clear, clear, clear reads, um, play action a lot. Um, and make try and make the game as easy as possible for him that way. But they're they're in tough man because as we've seen against the Bills, their their roster is in is in win now mode. Mm-hmm. You know, like they have they have everything they need, and like it's it's kind of like almost salt in the in the wound for Jets fans because like prior to the season, everyone was like kind of excited to see what the Jets could look like. They're, like they look good on paper, you know, like yeah, they got playmakers all over the field, uh, Sauce Gardner. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, they got like Aaron Rodgers. And then you're like, well, they could be dangerous. And then you watch them play the Bills. You're like, shoot, they lost Aaron Rodgers on, on that first drive. And they still made the Bills, who have been, I think, behind Kansas City, they've been the top two or top three seed um, re- uh, teams with record over the last like four or five years. So they took them down and beat them with basically a quarterback who they basically threw away two years ago. You look at all that, and you're like, "Damn! Like, what could have been?" You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I still think it'll be like a eight, nine win team, but with no Aaron Rodgers, um, it's gonna be tough to keep up with Miami and how explosive they are. 
Um, so it's tough, but they're still going to be very formidable. They're just not, not going to be what we all expected. Yeah, and they got they got a really tough schedule now. The, the, the Buffalo game was huge, and I think that Buffalo game proved with that defense, and like you mentioned, Coach, the way they could run the ball, they could win games, but they faced the Cowboys who looked to be one of the best teams, at least to have the best defense in the league. And then they faced a Patriots team that fought the Eagles, looked like they were really well-rounded. Then they faced Kansas City at the start of October, which that looked to be a Rodgers versus Patty game on primetime. Not going to be that anymore. Then they get the Broncos. That's in Denver. That's a winnable game, especially that's kind of the Nathaniel Hackett Bowl with a little trash talk there. Then they face Philly. Then they go to the bye. Um, so there's a there's a real chance they could be one in six potentially yeah. before the bye. One in five, I guess. They can get to two and four, and then they get back from the bye. They got Giants, Chargers, Raiders, Bills before Dolphins. Like all those games after the bye are absolutely winnable games because we've already seen them beat Buffalo. I mean, yes, they're winnable, but like you look at those teams, like yep. Usually, those are pretty high-scoring offenses. Yep. You look at those four games coming up. Like usually, like usually, Bills are giving you thirty points a game. You know. That's that's usually where they are, and then Raiders are are scary because they 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 got Josh Jacobs, they got seventeen back there. Like, those are real threats offensively, and I think it's going to come down to time of possession. If they can if they if they can win time of possession and keep their defense off the field for like give them some break because it looks like it's, they're going to lead heavy on the defense. Like it looks like they're going to mm-hmm. be like old school football, like run the ball on first and second down. Um, keep your they keep your defense on on the field. Win um the position game, like like win the field position game. You know, take points whenever they can get them. Like, they're gonna have to win twenty four seventeen kind of game or or twenty one twenty one seventeen twenty one fourteen kind of game. Like, if those games get twenty four twenty seven thirty, I don't know how they're gonna win those games offensively. So we move uh, – before I move on, Senator, you got any last thoughts on the Jets stuff and Rodgers? Uh, not really. It's uh, Everyone's been talking about it, so I'm kind of like talked out of that one. Cool. So we'll move on to college football really quick for a preview of this week before we get to the NFL. And I start with Colorado. So they had the big win against Nebraska, and the one thing I'm loving about this team is everybody does it. You know, they, they're just so well-rounded. Interesting game for them this week. They face Colorado State, but after that, that's when things are going to get exciting for this Buffaloes team because the week after that, they'll face Oregon, and if they can somehow pull out that win against a ranked Oregon team, then Saturday, the game has not been announced for a time, so you'd have to assume it's a primetime game against Caleb Williams and USC. So we'll, I think that Oregon game is going to be one of the most hyped games ever. But, Coach, we, we talked to Senator, and I talked about this last week. What's your thoughts on Coach Prime and everything he's doing with Colorado right now? Uh, I think it, the landscape of Division One sports, primarily basketball and football, uh, has shifted. I mean, <clears throat> obviously we're talking about football right now, you know, but um, with the whole portal, it just changes everything. Like and nil, yeah, and yeah, portal and nil changes everything that you that you can do with the program. Like they're playing with like Colorado is playing with 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 house money right now. They won one game total last year. They've already surpassed that win total the first two games. They've mm-hmm. already, like, like, looking forward, like, they can lose every game going forward, and they've already won, 
You know, um, I don't think they're going to lose every game one for it. Uh, I think they're going to be very competitive. Like, look at their roster. The only thing that they kind of similar to the Jets, their O line is trash. No, I don't want to say trash. Compared, comparatively, comparatively speaking to the rest of Division One football, they don't have a very good O line. They do have playmakers all over the field. Uh, what's his name? Tra- Tra- Travis Hunter. Is that, is that, is that, is that, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's special. He's he's he he he's one of those players. Yeah, he's he's special. So like, as long as he's playing at the level he's playing at, uh, and and I don't see what how he doesn't because you can't look at Deion Sanders, um, his his reels and all all the IG clips and like you watch those things and like if you're an athlete or if you're anybody who's connected to sports or anybody who I would say who has a pulse, you, you watch those reels and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go handle whatever's in front of me, you know, and he has those, those players believing. And I think it's a scary time for like, you kind of speaking to Nebraska with like Nat Rule and the whole, like the kind of quote unquote beef there with uh, Deion Sun and stuff. Like there's going to be a lot of teams, a lot of coaches who are going to, who are feeling the heat because Deion Sanders has something that they don't have. Mm-hmm. Deion Sanders has, he has relatability and he had any, and he, he kind of has that, like, um, I've done it before, you know, so like all the players that want to go play um, NFL or whatever, like he has that, like, look, I've done it, you know, and it's going to get real scary. Like if, if Colorado is any level respectable this year, like there the, the, could be a natural championship team or whatever. I, I don't believe so. But if they're like anywhere where they're competitive and stuff next year, oh my goodness, the portal is gonna be crazy. Like everyone's gonna want to go there because of one, the all the links, all not all the likes and stuff off of off of Instagram with the reels. Like they're gonna want to be in that environment. They're gonna want to be that 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 all eyes on me kind of thing. And it, it, it's gonna get very 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 scary for like the Alabamas and the LSU's and stuff because mm-hmm. those are like you would say like your blue blood programs, but. Dion is kind of he's he he's in his own lane right now, and if he can continue this this momentum this year, it's going to get real, real, real scary for those blue buds like Alabama, as I said, LSU, Ohio State, Michigan State. It's going to be really tough for those programs because they because they don't have the selling factor that Dion has. They'll yeah. always have the football. They'll always have the 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 um the talent. You know, they always have those five star players. They'll always have that because they're blue blood programs, but they don't have what Dion has and that's the scary thing the uh the other quick story i wanted to talk about with the college world and then we'll get preview the games is this tez walker situation with north carolina obviously i'm going to be a little bit more passionate about it than you guys are um but coach again i'll go to you because you've been one that has seen this with transfers and how things get played out you know with your time with states and nate and other collegiate uh, institutes you've been a part of for those that don't understand the tez walker situation he you know went to his first school i believe it was coastal carolina Played was going to play there, but couldn't because of the COVID year. So transferred to Kent State and then went from left Kent State after the defensive coordinator and the head coach left and then transferred to North Carolina because his grandmother's sick and it's home and he wanted a chance to play in Chapel Hill and play with Drake May. And the NCAA has continuously denied him because he said he transferred three times when he didn't because he didn't play for the first right. school. And he has permission from both Kent State and his first school. He has permission from the every single school that North Carolina is facing this year. But the NCAA has put their foot down over this. Pat McAfee had a really impassioned speech the other day about it. It seems like everybody is entirely fine. Even the first game against South Carolina, 
they were asked if they were okay with Tez playing. They said, I don't care. Let the kid play. At the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to let these kids play and live their dreams. The kid's grandmother uh-huh. is in the hospital. It's his dream to be a Tar Heel. He wants to play with the number two prospect quarterback to help his draft stock and his ability to be a better football player. But the NCAA continues to be an institution that doesn't want to help kids out. And they had the report today that, oh, we're receiving threats about Walker's eligibility. I'm like, well, I want to say, I don't know if you're getting threats, but obviously there's a lot of frustrated people for this kid. Yeah, I mean, the NCAA, I I know we're talking about football right now, but like in regards to the two big sports, like football and basketball, they are continuously, they're they're shooting themselves in the foot. Like I heard uh, a talk about this um, like a, a few months ago where he was saying basically the NCAA knew that the NIL stuff was going to come down the pipeline. They knew that it was, it was, it was coming and they refused to kind of get in front of it. Mm-hmm. And all they're doing right now, they're, they're like, players are going to find other, like people are basically what I'm saying is people are players, the high level players, they're the people who are not going to want to play at these programs. If they can find other ways to make money or go to the league. I, I, I'm not, I, the, the NFL is kind of different. Like uh, college football and NFL is kind of different because you have to play three years. Yes. Right. That's what you three years. Well, you've already like, had okay. Caleb Williams say, like, if I don't have a situation, I got to get an NIL deal. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, so you're like the NFL is kind of a different situation, but the Division One sports is the NCAA. They are shooting themselves in the foot because you're, you're it's, just, it's just bad blood. Like, what is the purpose of not allowing the kid to play? Like, I get the um the red tape. I get yeah. the bureaucracy like i i understand it um but at the same point if you have everybody signing off yeah. saying look let the kid play like you know like like we're okay with it whatever if you have everyone signing off then i don't see a problem you know yeah. it's just the NCAA putting their foot in their butt and just making a bigger issue which it doesn't have to be the only thing the only thing that i can kind of look at and say maybe is what's happening is like you have people kind of saying in front of the cameras in front of like getting getting in front of it and say, hey, yeah, we're okay with this. And then behind the doors, you have like the 80s and stuff saying, no, like uphold yeah. the rules kind of thing. You, like, you probably have that. It's, it's, so, it's so cringy to me, though, because so he goes to NC State Central and doesn't play during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but we have these seniors, we, you know, we're having seniors that are seven year seniors because they get their COVID year back, right? And we have a, yeah. that's going to be going on probably still for a while. <laughs> Uh, I, I miss my COVID year. Do I get eligibility for my COVID year? And that could be the argument too. He never played during his COVID year. So why does that count as a transfer? The whole thing is incredibly, fr- I mean, for me as a Tar Heel fan, yeah. obviously, again, I'm more impassioned because this was a, an impact level receiver that mm-hmm. the Tar Heels could have with the number two quarterback prospect in Drake May. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to the NFL coach, uh, Senator, do you have any thoughts on it at all? It's just, this is just college football, right? Mm-hmm. College football has just made a lot of mistakes constantly. So I understand, I get why they're not letting him transfer, to tell you the truth, because it's kind of like you committed to a team and then you transferred from that team. It sucks that he can't transfer again for to allow to be where his grandma is and all that stuff. Yeah. I think the league is the NCAA is more looking at it as 
they're trying to limit how often people are transferring. Yeah, of course. Like they, the one, the portal has already caused a lot of issues for what their plan was. And now to allow like multiple transfers is going to be even worse for what they're trying to set up. Yeah. So like, that's kind of how I see it. And you're not wrong. Um, and then just kind of next week, we have a lot of big games next week and a lot of ranked games on the college level. Some of the bigger games this week to keep an eye out for, we got North Carolina against Minnesota. Both those teams are 2-0. and LSU and Mississippi State could be an interesting one. Uh, Kansas State versus Missouri will be an interesting game. Uh, you also have Washington and Michigan State. Washington right now ranked Michigan State 2-0. and uh, the big game, I think, in the in the evening will be Tennessee versus Florida. Florida's not ranked, so looking to get a big win against Tennessee. And then, as you mentioned, the game at the end of the night, I think it'll be the first time a lot of people get to see this Colorado team because a lot of people are just seeing highlights of the Colorado team. It happens on a Saturday afternoon. Sometimes people don't have time on a Saturday. So it'll be a, really the first time in prime time that a lot of people get to see Coach Prime. Yeah, yeah, I mean – they they are a snowball rolling down the mountainside right now. They are they are coming and it, it's like not just like yeah the, the football yeah they're what they what what they did to TS TCU, um what they did to Nebraska with Matt Rule there um yeah it's special you know but the it, they almost have like that uh that Texas USC vibe to it like. Mm-hmm. In regards to like fandom and stardom, they almost have that. Like, you look at the sideline and like you saw like uh skip, not not skip uh Stephen A. Uh, Smith there. You, uh, you you're had, getting uh, the wrong names I, too. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like you have you have all these celebrities who are on the side, uh, who are in the locker rooms, who are just kind of like flocking to be on that sideline and be and be there. Like it's. It's only going to get, like, as the season progresses, it's only going to get worse and worse. And I mean, I'm saying worse, but I'm saying, like, the amount of fandom is going to be crazy there. So, like, they have that USC, like, you know, like, back with, like, uh, Pete Carroll. Like, they have, like, that kind of feel. They have that, like, Texas Longhorns with, like, Vince Young and stuff. They have, like, has that yeah. feel to it. So, I'm not saying they're that good of a football team, but it has that, that kind of stardom feel to it. And I feel... um that like as the games come come closer like that that uh like if colorado is any any level of where they are right now that game against usc coming coming down the pipeline with caleb williams who everyone has as easily the best qb prospect in the next draft if he decides to go um and then you have the door who's there and it's like shoot like prior to this year he wasn't a I would say first round QB. No, everyone, everyone wrote it, but we, me and Senator talked about this in our preview. There's always that guy that nobody talks yeah. about. Joe Burrow was that guy. No one talked yeah, about yeah. Joe Burrow. And all of a sudden he was the first. And now all of a sudden Sanders is, I, I can't, I, I don't know if he, is he eligible for the draft this year? Um. Well, he played two, I, I, I think so. Cause he played two years at, at, right. at, at uh, Jackson. Right. So like, okay. this be his third year, so I, I think, I think for sure he's eligible. You know, well, and he's he's did you see that Dion ranks his kids? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, went out for Shea yeah. Saunders consistently at the bottom. I don't know what Shea's got to do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I've seen that, but um, 
man, they they have all the hype in the world, man. My only hope is that they continue to stay relevant because the worst thing that would that like happen is if like once they start getting these big prime time games, they yeah. get smoked. Yeah, because everyone's gonna be talking that talk then about them. Yeah, um, that would be the worst thing. I don't think that would happen to them just because of all the media hype around it already. Like they've been yeah. kind of they've been kind of fast forwarded into primetime games, whether it's in the morning, afternoon, evening, like the first game <clears throat> first game against TCU, they set history. Like TCU uh attendance history. The Colorado game was insane. Like now they're getting used to playing in front of celebrities and and people taking PJs to go out there and all that type of stuff. Like it's getting it's I think primetime games will just for them now is just a regular game. Other teams that those bright lights might affect them, but every game this season has been pretty much a primetime game for them, to tell you the truth. Yeah, it has. And it will continue to do so, yeah. Uh, let's, um, let's move on to the NFL slate. Like I said, next week for college, we'll have a little bit more in depth about it. Cause next week's college is nuts, especially with that Colorado Oregon game on top of a, a few other really big ones. Uh, we start off with Thursday night football. We got the Vikings traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The line is six and a half, but the Vikings will be without two big names in James Bradbury. And now no Gainwell, who is starting to really gain some stride, but Eagles are so depth that they can uh, make uh, Rashad Penny, who is a healthy scratch, go into their lineup. Yeah, Eagles are tough, man. They're, I think they're gonna take a step back from where they were last year, but they're still tough. Like, and 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 their draft they had, they had a phenomenal draft. Like, yes, they did. The Bulldogs, phenomenal. all the Bulldogs, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, and I, I think, I think honestly, them at a touchdown favorite. Like, we all okay. First of all, we all like. Not to sh- crap on his name, but we all know how uh, Captain Kirk does in primetime games. Yeah. So you have you have Captain Kirk on the Thursday night standalone game against Philadelphia. I just think it's set up perfectly for Eagles. To, like, was it? It's a touchdown game. Like, I like I think that's very that's easy, not easily, but that's very attainable for them. I think they can win a thirty-one twenty-one game. Um, yeah, I got I got the Eagles winning this one. Uh, they don't have a, the Vikings don't have half the defense that the Patriots have. I, I expect this to be a blowout, and then Vikings yeah. to go zero to two, and then we get to the overreaction about Justin Jefferson's future, which kind of already started on week one. Yeah, yeah, it did. I mean, I mean, this whole money thing is just getting ridiculous. But like, I get it. Like, if you can get your, your money, and football is it's such a short short life game you know like with three four five years is like the average i think i think it's i think it's a three years actually but the average is like three years and if you can get your money where you can get it why not you know so let me ask you this so the vikings start 0-2 and and i'm gonna check their schedule really quick here because it's gonna be a rough start for them but let's say the vikings have this really rough start right so after Mm -hmm. this they face the chargers so they could potentially be 0-3 then panthers Mm -hmm. So probably win that, but then Chiefs, and then it's Bears, Niners, Packers. It's a little bit easier near the end of the season, but let's say they start off really, really rough, and let's say they get to the draft and they're a top 10 bottom team. Do you, if necessary, and let's say it is a Cardinals team or someone like that that has that first pick, and the only way to get Caleb Williams is to offer Justin Jefferson, who 
you'll probably take. No. Would you no. offer Justin Jefferson for Caleb Williams? No. No. I mean, Caleb is going to be transformational. Like we we all see that. Like he's one of those. Uh, I want to say can't miss talents. Like he's kind of like what what we saw with. Um, They're calling him uh, the next Patrick Mahomes. Caleb Williams yeah, is going to be the next yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Like like like. We we should pump our brakes a little bit with that, but like he's I kind agree. of like he, he's kind of like that uh, Trevor Lawrence coming out of Clemson. Like he mm-hmm. he's one of those like he's not as can't miss as say like a Andrew Luck was when Andrew Luck came out of Stanford. You're like okay, he's gonna be solid. Caleb is is kind of there. He's kind of in that in that same same echelon, I guess you could say. But um, I wouldn't trade Justin. Justin, yeah, and I don't think they will. I'm just throwing out a fun hypothetical here. Uh, I can see I him doing like a, sorry. Yeah. I, I, no. I can see them kind of moving off Kirk Cousins. Well, he's a free agent, so. Okay, well then, well then, I don't know where they go then. Yeah. <laughs> it may it to me if you're a top ten, and you have Justin Jefferson, you're gonna go for a Shador. Yeah. Like, Good like that's where you're gonna go. You're gonna go or, to try to go with a young with a young quarterback, where you don't have to pay for four years, five years. And he has the, the bag at Justin uh, Jefferson. Justin Jefferson and other we try to bring in a couple more white like weapons. That's what that's what you're gonna do. They say the best time to win is when your quarterback's on a rookie deal, because then you can yeah. spend all the money everywhere else. So yeah, yeah. So I think we all have uh center here to talk too much. Uh I'm assuming you're having Philly win this one as well. I got Philly. You have them this, this week. As the touchdown favorite, covering. Uh, yeah. You guys, this week, everybody. I just want to announce, I did all sixteen teams on a one dollar bet. Yeah. And the payout is fifty four thousand. Okay, we'll get to there after. How did yeah. you do last week for picks, by the way? I don't remember. Let me okay. go check. Well, so while you do that, we'll go to the uh, the morning games. And we'll start with uh, the one that I'm obviously the most interested in is the Raiders traveling to Buffalo. The Raiders have now gone from Denver to Buffalo. This line has gone up and down. It went as high as 10 and a half this afternoon. It was down to nine. Now it's back to nine and a half for initially started. Josh Allen's obviously going to be really angry. It doesn't seem like the Raiders will have Chandler Jones again in this one. So the, the rookie Tyree Wilson will be at the, uh, the right side again. Uh, for the pass rush needs to speed it up a little bit he didn't seem accustomed to the NFL game as I mentioned the Bills they're going to be playing angry after that Jets loss I don't think the points in this are justified I don't think this is a nine and a half favorite for the Bills I do think Buffalo will more than likely win this game against Vegas but as you saw with Vegas Jimmy G will keep you in games he is a safe winning level quarterback but I do have Buffalo winning but I don't like the points I'll I'll take the I'll take the Bills but nine and a half is is way too much I have Buffalo covering the spread on this one. Yeah, fair enough. And the reason why is I think that they're going to be they're going to be coming in pissed off. Of course, that's what I'm terrified defense. about. And that's going to be and uh, Josh Allen took the ownership and said it was on him. I think this is going to be one of those games where where he tries to silence everybody that's overreacting and saying that what's what's wrong with him and what's going on with him so you see so my thing is maybe i'm on, I'm on a limb but i think this is a trap game i hope I, you're right 
I think it's a trap game because I think if you look at um, Josh Allen, he has the most intercept, most turnovers in the last like three years for any 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 quarterback in the league. I think this is one of those games where he's gonna, he's gonna be pissed off that he lost the game. And I well, I know the Bills lost, but four turnovers, you lost the game. Um, but I think he's gonna be pissed off. He lost the game, and he's gonna try to go win this game. And I just feel this is a trap game, so I'm actually gonna take Vegas on the points. I like it, yeah, I'll do that. I, the one thing you do see with Allen, he forces stuff, yeah. and that's never good for a quarterback when they force stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think it, the trap game idea is interesting there, and I think. For Vegas, they're also coming in. The, the Buffalo being angry thing, absolutely, definitely uh, a situation. And the Raiders, I think, it's also, though, got to take in mind that they went from Denver to Buffalo. They've been on the road for the first two games. And then they'll be at home next week for their season opener on Sunday Night Football. Um, but as we saw in that Raider game, they're not really getting any respect after the Denver game. You look at some of the power rankings, and the Raiders know this because you've seen them talk about it. Denver is above them in most of the power rankings this week still. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of the players have looked at that as as disrespectful. That hey, we 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 won. Why is Denver yeah. ahead of us? Don't know if Jacoby Myers is going to be playing in this game. I would expect not. Maybe that means more for Hunter Renfro. Maybe that means the the rookie Michael Mayer will have more of an opportunity. We had the whole Stefan Diggs thing today with the reporter that was interesting. So the Buffalo reporters are turning on Stefan Diggs now. <laughs> so that's going to end super well, I guess. <laughs> You're right, coach. It could be a trap game. And again, I just think this, the sense is for the Raiders. They need to hope that Allen is going to be the guy that we saw on Monday, that he forces himself, forces turnovers, and just got to stay around. If you can stay around and you have Jimmy G, you got a chance. Because we saw that against the Broncos. I thought the Broncos in many aspects of the game outplayed Vegas, but they got the ball with five minutes left. And there was the first time since 2000 Vegas had won a game with five minutes left when leading. Um Jimmy G does that. He wins you games. When he's healthy, he wins you games. We saw that with San Francisco, and we saw it in the first game of Vegas. So if they can stay tight in this one, they can pull it out. But it's going to be an uphill battle against an angry Buffalo sure. team. It'll be tough. It'll, it'll, be, it'll, it'll definitely be tough sledding, man. But I don't know. Like, Josh Allen, over the, like, two, three years, like, he hasn't really showed me a lot that he can. He may be the most overrated player in the league right now. He's, he, he, he's, he's, trend, he's trending that way. Plus you know, Madden I, cover. I, He's he, yeah, Madden Cup. He's trying. He's trying that way. But to, to me, I think it's uh the QB for the Chargers. I think he's the most overrated right now. But um, okay, I like this take. Um, we'll get to there. Uh, real quick. So yeah, five out of ten. From last week, the teams that messed me up was the Commanders didn't cover. The Raiders. She picked the Denver. Uh yeah, Denver lost. The Seahawks lost. Yeah, the Rams. That was crazy. Um, yeah. Saints. They won, but they didn't cover. That was you had the Bengals game. winning. Huh? You 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 had the Bengals winning? No, I didn't choose. I didn't pick that game. Yeah, I was a stay away. We said it was a stay away last yeah. week. And then the Vikings losing to Tampa Bay. Who would have saw that one coming? No one thought that they got baked. Uh speaking of Tampa, we don't have to talk. Yeah, we don't have to talk too. So some of these games I'm not going to talk about too long because they don't need to be talked about. Uh, Tampa hosts the Bears. Bucks are favored by two and a half. I got Tampa Bay winning this game and the Bucks going to two and zero. Oh. Who would have thought? I got yeah. the Bears. Got the Bears. 
I'm not I'm not sold by uh, Justin Fields yet. So until I see it, then I'll buy into it. But uh, I'm not sold with him. So I'll take give me give me Baker and the Bucks. Uh, next up, we go to Green Bay traveling to Atlanta. This line it is just all over the place. Uh, at one point, uh, at the start of the week, at the start of like I think as I looked at the lines last Saturday, the Falcons originally were favored in this game by three. Then this afternoon, it shifted to two. At one point today, it was a pick 'em, and now it's back to Packers by one. Senator, it's all yours. It's understandable. Like we won last week. Our defense showed up. Uh, that payment, us paying Jesse Bates to come over, really uh, paid off. Three, three ints and a forced fumble. Yeah, three. No, two ints and a forced fumble. Um, Bijan made three people look stupid on his first touchdown. Uh, shout out to Richard because Richard was saying that. Tyler Aguilar wasn't going to be used a lot. Yeah, he sure two, did. Two touchdowns for him. The worry is the worry is that they're not using they're not throwing anything. And what's his name? Ritter seems like he's confused. Ritter to me, that first game looked like Marcus Mariota, the two games when I said he needed to be benched. And we can't have that. No. Good thing Cordell Patterson was uh, was working out today. He was training today. He's trying to go the joker position. Did he play quarterback? Also, also Jeff Okuda was also there. So we might have him back this week nice. too. Jesse so. Bates looked awesome. Jesse Bates scared me at the very end. Yes, I'm sure he I, did. When I thought that he was injured. Thank God he... I don't understand why he even asked to go back in after. I would have just chilled. We had the lead. We were up big at that point. Uh, I'm choosing my Falcons. I think Jordan Love did look good. I think the Green Bay Packers did look good. I just think that people are underestimating our defense again. And this might be where uh, Campbell gets his 100 sack. So. That'd be nice. All right. Uh, Nick, I, I'm going to take the Packers and that one, a narrow one. I just liked what I saw from Jordan Love, but it, I think it's going to be a close one. Uh, Coach, Packers. where are you going in that one? I got I got Packers as well. I think, I think Senator is right. I think everyone is underrating Falcon. I think they're a, a scary kind of sleeping team. Yeah, I have, them winning the, I have them winning the division. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't say they're sleeping, but they're 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 a scary team because they have talent, all young talent all it's, over the field. It's just the quarterback. Guys, yeah, and then you guys kind of um, stole players from us, but um, we got talent all, all over the field, so they're 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 definitely scary. But um, I just think with the Jordan Love and how um the coach there has him playing like he's playing free he he looks like he's not like he's, he has control over the offense he looks so he looks yeah. like those guys believe in him and i think as senator was saying with like um ritter not really throwing the ball around like it's not gonna be the game where you can throw the ball around because you got jair alexander on the other side he's probably gonna be covering wide receiver one over there right so 
I think this is a game where you have to kind of rely on your on your on on your run game and stuff. And I think Packers will win this game because they're just gonna control time of possession. They have probably I would say the best, arguably with like uh, the Jets, I'd say they have the best running back room in the NFL. So I think and that's gonna pay dividends because I don't know if Aaron Jones is gonna play, so they just pop AJ Dillon in there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, I say it's a it's a field goal game. I call it like twenty seventeen kind of low scoring yeah, game. Yeah, close one. It'll be close. One. Yeah, yeah. Close I game. think to tell you the truth, they don't have the receivers either. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think if we have Cordell, I think we have the best running back room there with Cordell Bijan and Probably, yeah. Aguilar. Yeah. Like, uh, I think Jets to me is one. I'll, I'll okay. I'll put Jets one with Brees Hall and Lions, Cook, Lions. I have them fourth. Okay, I have them fourth just because I like what's his name Gibbs. Yeah, me too. I, He's I a li- beast. I like him. I think. I think, and they have Montgomery oh. now too, right? I don't think mm-hmm. it could be a, a a a top three room if you just if you lost the NFL's leading touchdown leader. Yeah, but then they got the second best rookie in this draft that averaged six yards a carry. For sure, like that's that yeah. that's fair. But I got. I get what you're you saying. Know, like, I get what you're saying. So you then, in that fact, the Saints might be on you know, there, right? I, I don't know. If they, I don't know if they'd be on there, but like, you can't lose that level of production and then still be a a top three to me to me a top three RB group without yeah. having like other established guys there. Maybe end of the year that they'll prove to be there. Um, but as of right now, like I haven't seen it. So I wouldn't put them there personally. I would, uh, but getting back to the game, the only thing I would say is I want Zaire Alexander to cover Drake London because I want that to free up pits and the, the, the longest catch was from Ritter to Ritter to Pitts when he finally yeah. looked at the matchup. Right, like I think Ritter needs to open his eyes a little bit more and really see who the matchup is. Uh, Matt Collins, Matt Collins was yep. a good pickup. He made some former Tar Heel, catches. former Raider, and I feel like if that's who he's the most comfortable with throwing to, then you gotta start. You gotta start throwing too. You know what I mean? Like you have to mix it up. And there's, and that's one thing that I think was a problem with Mariota, which is why they ended up running the ball as much as they did. And that's the problem that Ritter had last week. So hopefully Absolutely. that's just the first game jitters now that this team is in his hands, but he needs to, he needs to feel the game more. Uh, next game, not going to talk too much about it. Uh, Colts and Texans Colts are here by one and a half. I'll take the Colts. Just really exciting to watch Anthony Richardson play. He's awesome. Um, but as as I've talked to a few Colts fans, they don't care if they win. They kind of want to suck so they can go and get Marvin Harrison Jr. So they're totally cool just having a fun season, letting AR do his thing, and getting Marvin Jr. But they, they're a fun team to watch. And if if JT does play for them in two weeks, then we'll kind of reevaluate what they saw. What they saw. Uh, before I get to center, Coach, you saw the Texans firsthand last week against your Ravens. Anything stand out to you about them at all? Uh, I will say this, man. CJ Stroud is like he he still make um he he didn't make a lot of great reads, but he he the big thing that I, that I love is that he didn't make the big mistake. Mm-hmm. 
he didn't make the big mistake. And you look at the Baltimore defense, like they're like they're notorious for having like they're kind of like uh Bill Belichick and what he and what he does against rookie QBs. Like they're notorious around um making other young quarterbacks have hard games. And you look at um I saw a stat where like John Harbaugh has he's uh, he's second for most uh week one wins over ten points. Wow. So he so 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 in the NFL history. So like he's so they're they're a team that comes out ready to go. Um and you watch that game and like there were a few drives where they put the, like CJ put together like really good plays. Mind you, our secondary beat up, but he was making good throws. He wasn't making the big turnover. And I think they're a team like they got talent, man. They got and then defensively, the the the, the young kid that they drafted third overall, he's explosive off the line. Yeah, he's explosive off the line. Like they they got talent all over that ball club. The only thing is just that they they they're, they're just too young. Rookie yeah. rookie rookie QB, rookie star pass rusher, rookie head rookie coach. coach. Yeah. Rookie OC, like they, they they're just too young all over the field. So I don't know what you can you can't expect a lot from them this, this year, but they're definitely gonna go out there and they're gonna surprise some teams. Now I would I would pick them to win this game over the Colts. Okay. I like it. Colts. And I don't think the Colts again, I don't think Colts fans care because they want Marvin Harrison exactly, Jr. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going with the Colts. I just think I I just prefer their defense over over Houston's defense at this moment. Yeah, and they they just got back uh, the linebacker, right? What's his name? Uh, the, yeah, the, the he has the the the, the star linebacker. Who I, I think he missed week one, but I think he's back this mm. week. Uh, Levante, they, no, not not Levante. Well, Quinton, uh, I'm gonna go to the roster quick here. Give me a second. I, I I forgot his name, but they have a star linebacker there. DeForest Buckner. No, that that he he. He's on D line. Like it, they have a star middle linebacker, no? I swear uh, they do. I'm going to look at their roster really nice. So DeForest Buckner is the biggest name I see. Linebackers. I don't see anyone big at linebacker. Sha- Shaq Leonard. Yeah, Leonard. Yeah, yeah, him, 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 okay. him. Yeah. He, so, 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 so he's back this week. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like I, I, I read the report. Like, he's not. He's not on the IR. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's. Like they have talent, man. You look at the forest, like he he's solid on that on that line. Um, them losing Gilmore's gonna hurt, but like mm-hmm. they're they're a they're a talented team, talented team. Man. Uh next up we go to Seahawks and Lions. This is an interesting game because it's the what are you really game. I don't know what the Seahawks really are. I don't know if it was just like so many new pieces trying to figure things out. And the Lions, they won, but we're all like, Well, the Chiefs didn't have Kelsey and Chris Jones, so I don't, I don't know what you are. So I think this is a big game for the Lions. Maybe we'll see more Jameer Gibbs. And like, look, they look like a really good team, but I could also see Seattle and come in and win this game and confuse the hell out of all of us. This is a, a kind of stay away. From, these next two games are stay away gambling games for me. Uh, I wouldn't go near this as far as gambling, and I don't really know who's going to win. I'm going to cop out here. I don't know because I don't know what either one of these teams are yet. I'm going Lions, and the reason why I'm going. Here's the here's the thing that uh that was annoying me since the Thursday game, right? It's yeah. everybody a lot of people were putting asterisks beside the Lions win, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, there was no there was uh they were missing two of their biggest pieces, 
That's a hands down thing. But in sports, when does that not happen? Right? Like yeah. we're not putting we're not putting an asterisk besides Buffalo loss. Right? Like it just it just doesn't make any sense to me. The Lions went out there, Lions played good. Their defense showed up. Tony didn't show up. He dropped what three passes that were clearly in his hands. And one turned into seven points. And I one mean, turned to six, I, right? I think I would definitely put asterisks there. I mean, for me personally, like I, like it's not like they're just missing any old players. They're missing probably the either if if, if you consider Aaron Donald one, Chris Jones is two, or he's one A or one B. Like you, you got the second best probably defensive player in the league. I'd say he's number one right now, and then you got the best tight end in the league. So you're missing two of the best players on either side of the ball. He's also potentially Taylor Swift's next concubine. <laughs> but but what I say when I mean by putting the asterisk beside it, it's like, that one. Let's let's think of the old lions, right? Yeah, this is not the old lions. The old lions would probably still lo- lose that game by a large amount. There, it's I'm saying the culture has changed in there. This is not. It every, it's They're not eating kneecaps. It's not that team. So, and Jared Goff. Jared Goff I last can, season had a really good I can, season. This I can. Ag- I can agree with you. They're a better, older, more experienced team, and they and and they're like, for example, as you said, like they would have lost that game uh, a By year like ago. Years ago, they would have <laughs> lost that game. However, like if you look at everything that happened, like seven points from the pick six, and then all those drop balls. Like it wasn't even only Tony who dropped the balls; it was the other. Receivers, uh, Sky Moore Sky dropped Moore a big terrible on, on 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 the fourth down, like, and then um, Chiefs couldn't get any. Well, they they got like a, the, the rookie got one sack, but they, they didn't really get a whole lot of pressure. I, I think you have those two players there. I think that could easily, and then you have those two players there. You have Tony who doesn't drop that pick, then that, that that touch the catch that turns into pick six. I think that could easily be a fourteen point swing right there. So mm-hmm. I think. I, again, you're not wrong. The Lions are a better team, but I just think I got to see it again. Where's the team that is there? You know, like not. I got to see it again. Yeah, I don't want to put an asterisk next to that game. I don't think it's an asterisk. I'm just not sure if you know. I I I, I take a little bit away from the the impact of the W because the pieces that were meeting from KC. You won the game. At the end of the day, you play to win the game. You won the game. But yeah. similar with the Seahawks, I don't know if that was a team that. Kind of got a little overconfident facing this Rams team. They have new weapons in there. They have, you know, JSN. They have um, Charbonnet in the back. They're trying to figure that out. I think maybe there was just too many weapons to figure everything out. So I don't know really what to expect yet. I could see the Seahawks winning this, and then everyone's going to dump on the Lions, and that win against KC kind of goes away, and then everyone's kind of like, okay, well, what are the Seahawks then? That's kind of where I'm at. This I don't really know what to expect. I seen a I seen a, cr- a crazy stat on uh, Twitter that, or what's it called X. Sorry, I see a cra- crazy stat on X. <laughs> yeah, the other day where it was it was showing Geno Smith over the last fourteen games, right? So start to start the year, he was like two. Uh, no, he was like five and two, right? Mm-hmm. And over the last seven games, he's like one and six or two or two and five, whatever. So yeah. what people are saying out there is that um. Gino kind of came in last year as like the unforgotten. Like there was mm-hmm. like not there was like not a lot of tape on him. It was just kind of like, oh, this is like another 
I guess you could say like a Baker Mayfield kind of thing. Where like, so what you're saying is cue the uncheesy and get Drew Lock in. No, I wouldn't say get Drew Lock in. I would say I would say people are watching tape on Gino right now. Yes. So his flaws, so his so his flaws are really big, and um, they're making him do things that he's not comfortable doing. And I think we're showing like the pervert, like the the ceiling is low for Gino. Yeah. Um, the floor is high. Like, like his floor is kind of like he's like a name Teddy Bridgewater. Like, he's mm-hmm. a very solid quarterback. Um, but he's not a quarterback who can do go above and beyond. I think we're we're seeing that now. Like, there he he's looking very limited now. Maybe maybe he'll he'll kind of step out of that. Um, but with everything I said with the Lions earlier, I I, I think they win this game. Um, but I'm I got see to believe it. Yeah, I think you're most likely right, both of you, that they do win. Um, but yeah, we will uh, we will see where that one goes. Next up, again, a game that I, I but I still want to bet on it. I would stay away from betting on it, <laughs> much like in the next game. I'm not going anywhere near this next game for betting because again, I don't really know what to make it, and that is Chargers and Titans. I'm just staying away from it because I don't trust Hibbert at all, and and then Titans really well coached. Good defense. Trust Henry. Tannehill was, if it wasn't for Tannehill, uh, Senator would have had the worst QB last week. Uh, again, I'm just staying away from this. I, I I guess I'll pick the Chargers, but somehow they'll probably charger it up. Senator? Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Chargers, but I'm not confident on this one. So Yeah, don't bet on it. <laughs> well, it's a part of the... Oh, you can get the overall parlay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't have any more real thoughts in that on that on on the game. So, coach, any thoughts before we move on to uh, your your game? I, I try to keep it sweet. Like as I said earlier, like I think this QB here is the most overrated QB in the NFL. Um, wow, I think he he has all the tools. Like I'm not I'm not taking anything anything away from uh, Hibbert, but um, he has like people want to get on the mark for not showing up and like in um playoff games ever what has Hibbert done he's done like literally nothing with he has all that like he has Keenan Allen he has all that talent he had the 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 team has they pay the most money on defense they got they, they got a bull star on the team oh JC Jackson turned into a pylon this week yeah yeah you got you got you, you, you have a bull star on your team you have um like I think the coach is over here as well boy Leo Mack yeah you got you got all the, all that money on the defense and and you're still a bottom, I would say a bottom five defense, probably. Like, and by the way, too, maybe no Eckler this weekend, and maybe no Bosa this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I I would bet against Chargers. I'll just leave it at that. Just, I like it. I like <laughs> the flex. <laughs> um. Okay. So next we go to your team, Coach. Uh, this is one of the best games of the morning. Uh, it's the Ravens versus the Bengals. The Ravens potentially are in set i i'm gonna read the the injury report for the ravens here really quick so just (laughs) we got ronnie stanley he's questionable mark andrews questionable marcus williams out marlon humphrey out jk dobbins he's done for the season and i could go on and on but those are some of the bigger ones to step up i'm hoping for them it's not the season from hell and that injuries are going to continue like it did two two seasons ago with this Ravens team, it's a big game for the Ravens because they were potentially Lamar Jackson away from beating the Bengals in the playoffs last year. It was really, really close. The Bengals on the other side of a tough loss from the Browns. Burrow looked like 
absolute garbage in that one. T. Higgins didn't do anything. So I, I this is a bigger game for the Bengals than it is for the Ravens. Um, I, I still think the Ravens still have a lot of nice pieces, and the secondary is getting a little bit thin. Yeah, uh, and Lamar's sure. looking to have a better week than he did last week, trying to figure themselves out. But uh, coach, what are you thinking about your squad this week against their rival? I think I, I think um the biggest thing for me, obviously the health is yeah. huge is a huge kind of it's not a red flag right now, but it's a huge like it's it's, it's a caution flag right now. This is a perceived caution, this is the amber light. Um but I still think if I look at what happened last year with Joe Burrow, how he had the appendectomy, mm-hmm. um, and they started like, offensively, they started out super slow. They were shaky, um, and my belief is is that they're going to be, especially with the Aaron Rodgers injury, because maybe you, if you remember, uh, Aaron Rodgers had a calf strain on the offseason as well, right? Yeah. And you look at you look at Joe Cool, he had a calf strain as well, um, and then you look at the Ravens' pass rush, like. Even though Kanye Kanye did not get a sack, he was in the backfield almost every play. It looked like uh, Owe was second in the NFL in QB pressures last week. So they bring the like Ravens are going to bring the pressure. They're going to bring it and then they're going to mask it up in the back end with the um, zone because there's fucking nobody back there. Um, so I would say as much as Cleveland is going to sorry Cleveland as much as Bengals are going to be probably upset. And they're gonna come in motivated. I think Ravens are gonna win. What's the point? Is it three point five for Bengals? Right? It's three and a half. Yeah, Bengals, right? Yeah, so three and a half Bengals. I think Ravens will win by a touchdown. So that's where my like I, I'm obviously I'm speaking with my heart, but I think if I look at it like Joe Burrow, I think they're gonna be very, very um, they're gonna protect him, you know, because with with everybody kind of like. Um, stunned and shocked and in disbelief with the Aaron Rodgers injury, I think um, they're going to want to protect Joe Burrow a little bit. So I think they're going to try to run the ball a little bit, and that, that's going to take the ball out of Jamar Chase's hands, and like the big mm-hmm. play is not going to be there. And I think um, <clears throat> Lamar is kind of playing with house money right now, man. Like they, they, um, he didn't throw the ball well last week, but I think Andrews, I think Andrews is going to play this week because he could have played last week, but they were just cautious. So I think he's going to play this week, and then you got Odell who looked. It's not the catching that's a, that I was impressed with last week, but like he was out there blocking. He was run blocking what? out there. It was Zay. Week. Zay and looks was, awesome. Yeah, Zay looks amazing. But like just the fact that I look at Old, Odell, like when I see players who are, who come back from injury, yeah, what what shows me that they're ready to play is that they're the aggressor, mm-hmm. right? They're the one who is like going after things. That shows me that they have confidence in their um ability because usually after injury you're like okay well my, my number is called so i have to go over and do this but in run blocking like it was on the goal line where he run blocked for i think it was uh justice hill who got touched out and i'm like for odell to come in off the corner smash into like a linebacker and run block like that means he's confident so i think i think i'm i'm excited for the offense and kind of just wrap up what i'm saying i think ravens win by seven i think this is gonna be a game where lamar has Four touchdowns, not not throwing the ball, but I think he's just going to be a menace. Because yeah. we look at Cleveland, we look at Cleveland. Um, I'm sorry, Cincy. Sorry, we look at Cincy. Like he they got their their secondary is there. The secondary is beat up. Like they they got rid of Bates. Like not got rid of, but he he Bates left. Yeah. I think yeah. um I think 
this is a game where Lamar kind of has his imprint all over the game. You know? Yeah, you've talked me into like, it. I have the Bengals missing the playoffs this year. I don't think it's going to be last year when they start 0-2 and like they make it back. I, I think this Bengals team, with where their defense is, is going to be paying a price because of that. Uh, Senator, where are you going with this game? Uh, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going with Baltimore. Okay. Uh, so sweep. I don't – it's not that I don't trust the Bengals. Right now, I think that um, Burrow is more injured than they're trying to lead on. I think and, you're right. I think you're right. And he, that O line didn't is still a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And and their secondary is a lot worse. So they yeah. got weapons. I just think he's more injured than they're leading on. Uh, that brings us to our final game of the morning. Another great one: Kansas City going to Jacksonville. It seems like Kelsey will be back. Chris Jones signed his one year deal. So Casey is ready to go. They go into Jacksonville, but I got the upset. I'm going to keep it simple. I like what everything I saw from this Jacksonville team. They are going on all cylinders right now, and I still think Casey, even if they have Kelsey back, there's still that problem at the receiver spot, and I really like Jacksonville, so I'm going Jacksonville to beat up in Casey and let the overreactions run wild if Kansas City goes down 0-2. Then they face the Bears the week after, so I'll figure they'll get back on top of stuff, but let everyone go crazy with Casey going 0-2 to start the season. Senator? So I was confused about this one, so I made two $1 tickets, and I have one with Jacksonville and one with KC. I like it. But I am, for the sake of the the 7K listeners, I'm going to say KC for this one. And I know we discussed, I know we had a discussion earlier about, like, Tony dropping the ball three times whatever i just think that if they if he has kelsey back then that puts a lot less pressure on everybody else it it does and he's his third down third down man right like absolutely so jacksonville didn't really impress me last last week so i was impressed with with one player i was impressed with calvin ridley oh yeah really really went crazy yeah, for for him to be away for whatever he missed last year and to come back like that, eight receptions over a hundred yards in a TD, like, and he looked quick and explosive. I was impressed. I was impressed with him. You can bet on that. But everything, everything else was just like nah. Like it was just like this is what the Jacksonville team is supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. So like, it wasn't really impressive to me because it's I picked them to win the division. Like that yeah. was a win that I called last week so i think this week i'm gonna give it to casey but like i said i have two different tickets and casey's on one and jacksonville's on the other so uh let's get to the afternoon and it coach, is booty it is booty licious this afternoon it is coach, bad. Do you choose though casey or oh, um, yeah i have i have casey winning i think um Knowing, I don't know him obviously, but like seeing Andy Reid over the years and how meticulous and how smart he is offensively, I just see it happening where he draws up a big play for Tony on the first drive, and that just gets him kind of going a little bit. Like if you remember back when they won the Super Bowl last year, like he had big, big receptions to win games for them. So like, I think this is the game they're going to kind of scheme up Tony, and obviously Kelsey, I think he's going to be back. So I think 
long story short, I think Chiefs win. Uh, this afternoon slate, it's absolutely dog shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad. It's a really bad. I wish I thought we could flex games in the afternoon. Was that not a thing this year? Yeah, but, but probably not till like the end of the year, like after trade that then. Like, yeah, so like 14, 15, 16. I'm just going to breeze through these games because I just don't care about a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, Niners and Rams. Hey, good for the Rams. They look great. Everyone's going to bid way too much. There's an uh, a fantasy league I'm in, and someone bid almost $400 on Puka on the waiver wire. Wow. Like a little bit of an overreaction to Puka there. Um, they're just going to get smashed by San Francisco. The line is eight by the Niners, and I think the only reason it's not the highest line of the week, it's now the Raiders and the Bills. Only reason this isn't higher is because people saw the Rams, and I think like, oh, maybe the Super Bowl-level Rams are back. They are not. The Rams are trash. Uh, this is going to be worse than it was in Pittsburgh. This could be the Cowboys-Giants game. This could be like 50 to nothing for San Francisco. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to see what the Niners did to the Steelers, and I think the Steelers have a really good defense. I think they have a really good I do, too. So to see what they did to the Steelers, and they friggin' annihilated them from the opening play, I think. This can get ugly. Um, also, there's going to be more Niner fans here than Rams fans. This is the Niners' always, home game. Yeah, yeah, always. Niners fans travel. The Niners travel well. Like even even in Pittsburgh, like they. Well, yeah, they, and and the fact they, too that no one is an LA Rams fan, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's that, but like usually, yeah. usually, Pittsburgh games are like all Pittsburgh. I know, so that's pretty impressive. Niners travel well. So, uh, Senator, what are you doing? Upset special? Shock the world. First of all, um, when you mentioned that name, mentioned that game, I was like, oh, crap, I got to set my lineup because last week I had Brandon Ayuk on the bench. Oh, no. I still won, but I'm just saying, like, that was the dumbest decision I could could have made. So... The person person, person you're playing must have been pissed off. Like, how the hell did I have Ayuk on the bench? He had a big game and I still lost. Oh, it... I also have Tyreek Hill, so yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It helped me out a lot, but um, yeah, no, easy. I'm saying San Fran, and I, once yeah. again, Brock Purdy is the lowest paid quarterback in the league, and mm-hmm. they made sure to pay everybody else around them because they're trying to win right now. So yeah. It works out. Um, Giants and Cardinals, I think the only thing that's going to matter in this is I think the if what I think is going to happen this week, it looks like the Raiders won the Darren Waller trade. Because it seems like he may be out for the season. That's tough. Yeah. That's and tough, he may yeah. just be done. He may just be done. That's tough. I mean, this is going to be the uh, Caleb Williams fest. So we'll see which team wants to talk the most. Yeah, uh, I don't really care. Sure, the Giants probably the Giants should win this, sure. but I will say Josh Dobbs didn't look half bad in that Commanders game. No, he looked okay. But looked all right. But it's uh, whatever. Yeah, no one cares about this game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> J- Jets and Cowboys again. Hey, Jets, great win on nine eleven. Really awesome to see the walk off and the comeback after uh, after Aaron Rodgers and to make that whole bar in Wisconsin pay the beer t- <laughs> was was hilarious. Uh, the bar owners maybe should close the bar for this one because people are going to be drinking a lot 
because the Cowboys are absolutely going to smash the Jets. This is also going to be a really bad one as well. I don't know if it's going to be 40 0, but it might be. Yeah, maybe like 30 to 10. Yeah, it might be something like that. Yeah, like Cowboys defense looks. It looks good. Really good. They have playmakers all over the field. They got them getting Gilmore. <laughs> Silly. I was so fucking, I was so fucking bad for a fifth round pick. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Like, that, that, that was a steal. And then they yeah. kind of got another steal on the other side of the ball. They got freaking a, th- a, a perennial thousand yard. And Cooks, yeah. Receiver and Cook, like they, they, they had a really good off season. Um, I think Cowboys are. I don't say this often about them, but I think they are a legit contender this year. They face the Cardinals next week, by the way. Yeah, so they're they're gonna be. <laughs> they might, they might freaking have over 120 points and scored. And like under twenty points scored over the next over the, these first three games. So the the interesting thing for them is so they face the Cardinals next week. So it'll be three and zero after this week. Then they face the Pat- Patriots, more than likely a win. And then on October eighth, Sunday night football against San Francisco. Big game, huge game. That that'd be a great game. Huge game. Uh, Senator, I, I I have to ask you just out of the reasons on this podcast. I'm guessing you're going Cowboys as well. No, he's not. It's it's like okay, but here's the interesting thing about this game. I will say yeah. I'm choosing Cowboys, but sure. here is the interesting thing about this game. This to me is is my trap game. Hmm, could be. And the reason why is to me the defenses almost cancel each other out. They do. The gestures have not, I'm not saying that it's on the same level. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm saying when I'm looking at when I'm looking at because these are two of the top five defenses in the league. Easily. Yeah. That's that's what I mean by cancel each other out. Because yeah. I saw a coach coach's face. I was like, it's not, I know it's not the exact same, <laughs> but um so now to me it comes down to quarterback play. Yeah. And this is where I'm saying it could be a trap game because if they just had what three interceptions, what's the name had three interceptions on Monday. Josh Allen, yeah. Dak led the league in interceptions last year. That that kid on Jets, he freaking I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off, but he freaking got his uh bonus in one game. Yeah. Who did Zach Wilson? No, no the, the... Uh, Quarterback, the, the corner, the corner on the, the Jets. Oh, the, the guy that got the walk off, Gibson. No, no, no the one that got no, the three the interception in the game. Oh, okay, he, he got his bonus got after that game. game. Oh wow! And that's <laughs> and that's what I'm saying about that. About that, it's now going to be who drafts up the the proper schemes, right? Because yep. wide wide out wise, to me, they kind of cancel each other out. Running back wise, I kind of give it to the Jets. Easily. But the lower part of that is be- Zach Wilson, right? And then for so it's gonna be an interesting game. I'm choosing Dallas to cover, but I'm saying it could be a trap game. Yeah. Um, the next game I don't care about commanders and broncos. Who cares? I'll I'll pick the commanders because I saw the Broncos and they still look terrible. And I'm happy when Sean Payton loses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw the commanders and the commanders looked horrible. Yeah. Um, 
They almost game, lost with Arizona, a team who's trying to lose. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> uh, this is uh, Caleb Williams, Drake Mabel right here. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, the commanders could go from one target. I didn't think Sam Howell looked too bad, though. It was all right. He, Sam Howell will be in the league for like 10 years, not as a starter. He'll just be like a, like a, how Chad Henney was like, oh, their backup's Chad Henney. Nice. That's kind of, I think, what Sam Howell's destiny is. Yeah. He'll be Colt McCoy. Colt uh, McCoy. Colt McCoy, maybe the Jets' next quarterback. That's the rumor. Oh, my gosh. All right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who you guys going with? The Broncos or the Commanders? I go from Broncos. I'm going Broncos. Sure. Let's I just move on. Stay away from uh, this game, though. My uh my my trap game is next is the Sunday night game. I have the Patriots beating Miami. I think this Patriots defense is really good. And they actually had someone running plays like an adult. You could actually see actual stuff getting run for them. And they didn't. They were down early in that Philly game and they could have just given up. And they could have been trounced. And they had a real chance in that Philly game. And I think everyone's going so crazy right now about Tua and Tyreek and everything they did. Uh, but this is a much different defense than what the Chargers were. They The Pats drafted so well. They have actual defensive players. This is my trap game. I have New England winning this game. Also, Chargers are freaking stupid. They, yes. The one thing, when you play – okay, look, I'm not, I, know a lot about fo- I know a lot about football. I know schemes and stuff. But I don't know anything like NFL teams, like the NFL personnel players do and stuff do. But when you watch Miami, the one defense you say you cannot play against Miami is what? You can't man them up. You you you, you just can't man Miami. They, they just got speed all over the place. You can't man them up. And Chargers played like 80% man, and they got torched. And mm-hmm. Bill Belichick, he, I see him playing zone the whole game and say, we're going to make you dink and dunk and try and go 12 plays. 13 plays down the field and beat us, and we're going to make Tua make precise throws, which he's a great, he's a precise thrower. But I I, I agree, this this could be a trap game. Uh, I just think Miami is just too over, too high-powered offense. They're going to find a way to score points. Um, I got Miami winning it, but it's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to, like, the last four minutes of the game, I think. I think so. Senator? I'm going Miami as well. But I think that this is a quality game. So, yeah. like, I think, thank God I have a double header for Soul Pitch in the afternoon games. So Great. I, you don't I have to watch the studio-ass games. And then I can get back home to watch watch a good game at night. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I should add, if you're really bored, there is some really good – well, I don't – I would say watch the WBA playoffs, but just how these rankings are, the games we've had today with the Lynx and the Sun and – the yeah, sky and the aces that just blow out right now. Point game. I, I, well, like I was watching this, this, the aces game, and like it started out 8 2. I'm like, oh, and um, uh, uh, Asia was playing well. I'm like, this is gonna be a blowout. Yeah. So, is it, just is it get blow, us to liberty now? and aces already. Just Not get us it, to it, Stewie it, versus Aja. Just get us to it. It's gonna be the highest rated WNBA playoffs. I will say, I will say, Liberty and uh, Washington, it, that's a yeah. pretty scary matchup. I'm excited got, for that one tomorrow. You got E double D back, so like that's that that's a that's a that's a scary matchup for Liberty. Liberty should win, but yeah. that's a matchup where if Elena is any resemblance back to what she was a year or two years ago, I wouldn't be surprised if Mystics uh kind of win win some games here and there. We'll have to get you. We're doing a WNBA pod tomorrow. We'll have to get you if you have some free time to maybe do that. 
Uh, then we have two Monday night games, Saints versus Carolina. Senator, uh, you saw Carolina, so I wanted to have your thoughts. This is really quick, my thoughts on the Saints. Every Saints fan that I talked to texted me during that game because of <laughs> who the quarterback is of that team, and they <laughs> were pissed. They, I had a few, like, you lied to me. You said he was good. I'm like, I never said he was good. <laughs> I said he's competent. But they, they already are frustrated with the checkdowns. And the throwaways, and I think Senator's already like, I tried to warn you with the look that he has right now. Uh, I have Carolina winning this game because if they didn't face a shitty quarterback in Ryan Tannehill, the Saints would have 100% lost that game. And we would be having a bigger discussion if Derek Carr going to the Saints was the right call. So I will go with Carolina in that game. Senator? The Saints looked horrible. Carolina has potential. I said their defense is a problem. They they have really good pass rushers. Um, is JC Hearn playing? Supposed to be this okay. week, this week. Um, I am going with Carolina just because. Not gonna lie to you, Bryce had Bryce had poise with him. The only yeah. problem was, um, couldn't couldn't connect deep right and i think i think that's gonna be something that they're gonna it was his first game too like i think once again nerves all that stuff but their defense is it's no joke it's up there not top five but it's up there so i am i am gonna go with carolina on this one because the amount of short passes that and check down passes and balls out of bounds that their car is going to throw when he's under pressure like that. Yeah. Uh, coach, where are you going? Uh, this was a interesting game. I think I'll go. I'll go Saints. Yeah. I'll go Saints. I mean, this is, I, I, I feel like, as, as you know, like, I think their car is a middle of the, Middle of the pack quarterback. He's in that um, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G era. Yeah, he's middle of the pack quarterback, and like, but the one thing that he does do, like he he does find a way to win games at the end. He does, right? So I think if the game is close, coming down to the wire, I think he'll make plays as we saw in the game versus Tennessee. Like he kind of like, I watched like some other. They had some like NFL like behind the reels and stuff, behind the behind the scene reels and stuff, and it was like showing that like. Derek Carr was the one who kind of made the call for the the wide receiver to go deep for a touchdown, mm-hmm. the, the last one. So, like, I think this could be a game where he kind of just does enough to stay close and then wins it at the end. So, I'll go Saints. Uh, and then our final game, Cleveland travels to Pittsburgh. Uh, by the way, Saints are favored in that game by three. Cleveland favored in this game by two and a half going to Pittsburgh. Again, kind of like we talked about with the Seahawks game, I don't really know what to think about Pittsburgh because I just think the Niners are that good. I love this Pittsburgh team still. I will pick Pittsburgh to win in this game and kind of get their season back on the road. Um, So, yeah, I have Steelers winning this to kind of reestablish what they are this year. And Kenny Pickett kind of picks up back of the quarterback that we thought he could be. Uh, So I will go Steelers. Uh, Senator? I'm going Cleveland. For this game, uh, anybody that decides to do basketball moves before getting a sack is is a problem. Yeah. 
And to me, this is a battle of TJ Watt versus uh, Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. Like, that's what this battle is. So mm-hmm. I'm going with Cleveland, even though I don't like the quarterback at all. But, um, yeah, give me Cleveland. Coach, what are you doing here for the final one? Uh, I mean, I know I don't like talking about the quarterback of Cleveland. Um, just because all the BS that that that, that he's been I through, agree. but I will say, um, the one team in the whole NFL that scares me, not because of their past or anything, but because they have everything a good team should need should have. They have it all. They have them getting the the wide receiver from the Jets was so big, so crucial for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Elijah Moore, yeah. <laughs> now, that was a huge, huge pickup because now we all know what Amari Cooper is. He's a tremendous, tremendous route runner. Uh, he makes some explosive plays here and there, but he's like the security blanket. You have him, and then you put Elijah Moore, who's like a big play receiver. They still got Nick Chubb. Um, the one thing that hurts them, though, is that they lost Conklin for the year. So that's a big yeah, loss for them. great that's, point out, yeah. That's a huge loss for them. Um, so we'll see, and, and especially with the like the QB there, like kind of not super settled yet, to lose that kind of stabilizing force in the O line for the year, it could get really, you could be in deep waters really quickly. Um, but I would go um, Browns in this game. So yeah. And there we go. There is uh, the week two preview. Uh, Senator, lay it on us for that parlay. All right, I'm going to just go with the first one that I made. Like I said, I made two, but I'll go with the first one. Uh, I chose Philly, Baltimore, Chicago, Falcons, Colts. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the first one. Jaguars, I forgot why I made two. That was (laughs) Jaguars, the Chargers, the Bills, the Lions, the Giants, the 49ers, the Cowboys, commanders on this one here uh miami carolina and pittsburgh like i said one dollar ticket and the total to return is fifty four thousand. what's the closest you came on the 7k pick um i think that was 13 teams and i had 10 wow so well, here's hoping. And then I guess on my side for the uh the 6K TV vision of what we're going with of the TVs. So obviously, bias main TV gonna have Raiders and Bills. Biggest uh projector. We are going with you, coach. We are going with Ravens and Cincinnati on that one. Yeah, that, then we're gonna that, have uh that's probably the could be the best game of the weekend. I think could, so. Could, uh then the fill in the two sides on the one side, we'll do Casey and Jacksonville and Seattle and the Lions. And then the fill in the other sides. Ooh, let's go with um, Green Bay and the Falcons. And we'll do Indian Texans, which more or less just leaves out the um, games that I leave out here. I left out Bears and Packers. No, Bears and uh, Buccaneers. I didn't want to do that. And, and Chargers and Titans. I don't care about that. So there you go. Should be a fun uh, 
Should be a fun week two, and uh, hopefully we come back here, staying in the winter circles for all of us. Uh, before we go, any last thoughts? I'll go to you first, Senator. Um, I was thinking something, and now I'm not. So yeah, let's go to coach, coach quick then. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing that forefront of my of my mind, we haven't had a week where all of these big quarterbacks. Like this is like their bounce back week. Look at all like all the like we haven't had this in a long time. Usually you have like a, a quarterback who doesn't play well, sure, but like to have like Mahomes kind of be let down. You have Burrow, Lamar yeah. play well. You got Burrow. You got Herbert. You got Josh Allen. Like these are like top top ten quarterbacks in the league, you know. And mm-hmm. all these guys kind of had down weeks. But the one thing that I'm kind of looking at is that like. What are we? What is the answer to the preseason stuff? Like, what are we really doing with that? Because like all these quarterbacks didn't play preseason. Like, I I think I don't think Lamar had a snap all preseason. Mahomes did. Mahomes played the most. Yeah, the most. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I'm looking at all of it. I'm like, like, what's the answer? Because if you're gonna sacrifice, like, ev- I think everyone's kind of looking at what um, McVay did a few years ago. When look at Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett played most of the preseason, and he was awesome, and then he was shit in the regular season. Yeah, yeah. so, like, I don't know what we do, man, because, like, I'm, I'm excited because, like, you, you love to see elite athletes with their preferable, like, preferable black back against the wall and what they do coming out of that. Yeah. This is not a back against the wall moment at all. It's only week two of a 17-week-long season. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes you see, like, every game matters, but how you start and how you finish matters. Like, those those games middle of the year are where, like, no, you don't want to give away games, but you can't come into the year and lose, like, be, like, 2-5. and Because, like, I seen a stat the other day, too. Like, teams that are 0-2 in the season, start of the year, they have, like, 11% chance to make playoffs. Yeah. Right? So, this is, this is a week where I think you got all these teams are going to be, like, well, and, and coach, that was that was my point when I the Bengals missed the playoffs too. It's everyone. There's always there's what seven teams to make the playoffs now, and normally half mm-hmm. of those teams are out. So just statistically, yeah. a Chiefs, mm-hmm. a Bills, a Bengals, a team that you think is a layup in the AFC, they're going to miss the playoffs. It's just statistically yeah. what it's going to be, and that's why I went with the Bengals. But potentially, you could see the Bengals and the Bills both be zero and two this week. One two, yeah, yeah. It's it's so it's uh. This is gonna be a, a interesting week to watch those elite quarterbacks and what they do, you know, because yeah. there's, there's there's a lot. I, I see I, I see a lot of stuff. Another side I see when you looked at um Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, who else got big contracts off season? Danny Jones. Danny Jones, yeah. So I looked at the the, the the four quarterbacks combined for I think it was like 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 I think it was like. 800 million or something some yeah. crazy number yeah and they had one touchdown yeah the four quarterbacks and like that's like we're we're getting to the point now where if like well not get the point we've been there but if you're gonna pay these quarterbacks this kind of money they got like, there's no excuses you gotta produce week one you know yeah, so we will see what happens this week i'm excited uh, yeah me too senator get what you're thinking about yeah um Imagine if all that stats happen and then Colin Kaepernick comes back to the league, <laughs> leads the Jets, and wins more and throws more touchdowns. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen, but no. I mean, he, his agents called the Jets, and you know what? They left they didn't that call on back. Red. They, they didn't did call not, back. <laughs> they didn't call back. They left that message on red. 
Yeah, yeah, that's why I said it when you sent the message. I'm like, it's Groundhog Day again. We're all rallying <laughs> around the sea cap again, and that'd be great. But I think, and remember, RG3 said, uh, and RG3 was right to a degree too. I think some of these teams don't want to bring these guys because they don't want the media circus as well, right? I mean, the Jets alone don't really want the whole media side of Kaepernick when they've already had Rodgers go down. Can you imagine them? They're doing hard knocks. So if they brought in Cap, that would be like hard knocks for, that would be the best hard knocks ever. I know. It would be great. I mean, it, I, for some of these teams too, I don't understand like just the goodwill that you get to have too, even if you just bring Kaepernick in as the backup. But then I guess the problem for the Jets is every week becomes it, when's Cap starting? When's Cap starting? When's Cap starting? Kind of, and I think, look, Tebow sucked. Let's not make a mistake about it. Tebow was bad. But I think Tim Tebow's career ended earlier than maybe it could have because of the media circus that there was with it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, me being a Ravens fan, I'm very, I'm very grateful for Tim Tebow because he he made some of my close friends who love the Steelers that game when he threw the touchdown to the Mary. 316. 316. Yeah. He won that game, and I never seen some Steelers fans so upset, so miserable in my life. So I was very happy about that. So thank you, Tim Tebow. I appreciate you. Uh, I didn't think we'd end a pod talking about Tim Tebow. Uh, so there you go. It should be a fun week all around for football. Uh, until next time, folks, for the Senator, for Coach Josh Arbuthnot, cheers and enjoy the games, people. Uh, until next time, folks, for the Senator, for Coach Josh Arbuthnot, cheers and enjoy the games, people.